Welcome to the Healing Happy Hour with Crystal and Vienna, two deeply unserious people exploring serious topics while cackling and sometimes crying. Together, we're learning to push back against the trauma of being a human in the world today through ancient wisdom and practices, modern therapeutic techniques, and anything else that moves the needle towards healing. If you're also sick of tripping over your own bullshit, join us while we create a sanctuary for everyone who is ready to activate the magic in their life. This is where we start. <laughs> okay, the very important question. What do you think about Julia Fox? I think that she's an oddball and an odd bird. However, I like her now that she outside of Kanye. I don't know what was she was doing with Kanye. And I also heard recently and she's like, we never even like him. And I was like, why are we gallivanting around behind this man? Anyway, I like some of the things she says. I can't say I like her, but I like some of the things that she says. She's not going to have all these notifications on her phone for men with all this access to her. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, bitch. She does that. bring up, she brings up good points. I yeah. I also was not the biggest fan with in the Kanye era. I was just like, it was confusing. I didn't really understand. Yeah, it felt very like a raging anti-Semite. Yeah, like, and it felt gimmicky, but like maybe like you yeah. hitched your cart to the wrong wagon. I don't know that. Phrase. Yeah, I was like, like, girl, what are you doing here? Why are you? Why are you? Yeah, I felt like there was a contract that was signed like too early on, and then he, he went off the deep end. But like she it. still had, yeah, like she still had contractual obligations. It didn't make sense. But everything I hear from her lately, I'm like, I like the things she's saying. I won't say everything because I am not hearing everything she's saying. So, like, maybe she's saying some real foolishness. I don't know about that. I loved when she did the lie detector test. And they're like, do you hate men? And she was like, oh, you know, like, da, 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 da. And then, like, the man is like, answer the question, Julia. And, and like, yes, she hated men. But to be fair, if a man had just directed me to answer the question like that, I, I also would have been hate like, too. yeah, I'd be like, I fucking hate you. Don't talk to me like that. I'd be like, it's a question, do I, like I want you to eat a dick? Like, rude. Like, who Who are you? Yeah, you're the... the I hate men telling me to do shit. Yeah. Speaking of which, Jill Scott, who is one of my favorite artists of all time, I think she is one of the finest women I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, hell yeah, to like, beautiful, curvy, gorgeous woman from Philly. Anyway, sorry, side tangent, I went somewhere in my head. Anyway, Jill Scott was giving this interview, probably like on The Breakfast Club or some other like, you know, morning show. And I knew exactly what she meant because she said about like in with men, or if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. I, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. And I was like, yes, like that. I knew exactly what she meant. And I was like, someone gets it. Like that should be the new national anthem i would also like jill scott to sing that like i want oh. i would just could you imagine we got a tag like your it. soul would sing that national yes potty you can't tell me what to do you can't tell me. hey i love yeah. her anyway, i would just get down to that like i can get down to that in my head yeah that's a good one i like that um we can cut this if you want to are you only talking to guys right now <laughs> we can cut this out. I'm just being nosy. So, no, it's fine. You know what's so funny? You were the third person to ask me that this week. Even my therapist would be like, I mean, that. 
two things. I have no game with women. I men are men are like puppies. You like wave a snack in front of them because you don't care. Like, women are obviously. I just feel like we we require a very different sort of thing. I don't know that I have any kind of game. I don't think I do. Also, I'm not gonna lie, women are difficult too. I feel like it is a more difficult experience in that my radar on like how to read the signs of like I'm being flirted with or not is not great. And so that is difficult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is very relatable. And I also think like depending on what you want right now, like, yes, Mm -hmm. of course, there are women who like also just want to like mess around and have a good time. My therapist is like, why are you not hooking up with women? And I was truthfully, I don't know that I can do any more hooking up. I'm like a lover I'm girl at heart. So yeah. like, you know. You're going to like go out on the women's circuit and you're going to have a wife by the end of the week. So oh if you're not ready right. for that. For, um, it's not my first rodeo. I remember from the last. You're going to have like, yeah, you're going to have another fast. woman living in your. The, yeah. The, if we fell in love and then we broke up was pretty much the gist of our relationship. Yeah. yeah. And moving and getting all invested. That's a big expense. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I was just being nosy. Living yeah. vicariously. Yeah, girl. Other like sometimes I do get the urge to like I'm like, I just want to like but like why can't I be like doing And then the thing is with women in person, I don't know that I've been flirted with until like after flirted with. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. I feel like, like- that that is the bisexual woman's dilemma that you're just like so oblivious to what women are doing. Right. You're like, oh my god, she was so nice and so pretty, and like literally me. I really liked it when she held my hand and told me she wanted to spend the rest of my life with me. Oh wait, she didn't just want to be friends. My bad. When she told me I was like really pretty, but like our eye contact lingered for longer than five seconds. Like, oh, I thought she was just maybe socially awkward. No, bitch. She was flirting with you, but I don't like think about it until hours later. And I'm like, it was so nice. Yep. And then I'm like, that's awkward. When she so. when she said she wanted to move in and be my wife, I, I was like, oh my gosh, a best friend. <laughs> a new friend. Be Rachel's hard. We're so stupid. We really are. Yeah, maybe. Bisexual countertop and Taco Bell. Yes, yeah, I like. I would need somebody to come to me and be like, "I am th- this. Uh, I am flirting with you now." Even then, someone, so I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you're so sweet, you're yes. so cute and funny." It's not a classic girl. Like, I love your hair. Well, how are you? How am I? Oh my god, I'm really good. You I'm seem so good. You seem so again, happy. Like it was last time, but I've been doing a lot of clearing all week long. Today, I had like a really good little morning cry. Not over anything bad. It was like just me re- remembering some beautiful things about myself and like some things about deservedness. And it just happened to catch me in a moment. So it's been a nice week of cultivating that and giving was good. Yeah. Did you feel a whole lot of gratitude or was it just like, we're I just did like getting when we through everything? Yeah. yeah. I was too nervous given that like my parents and I had like, little like tense it felt like the first time it was not as tense and that's comforting in a way because it's like just helping me see hey some of the boundaries that i've set in place with them are working because they can be around each other at a pleasant time because of those boundaries i'm trying to lean in 
space, like try not to be upset over what you want it to look like. And it doesn't look like that. And just be grateful for where you are. Accept and appreciate yeah. the reality of where things are. So it was good. Yeah. Yay. I'm so proud of you. You've done so much work over the past several months. I mean, longer than that. But I feel like you've really been working on boundaries. And it's nice that they're paying off now. I think they are. Yeah. I feel like when you start talking boundaries, it's like, oh, my gosh, everyone's going to be so mad at me. Like, this is going to ruin all my relationships. And then the reality is, like, it actually improves relationships because there's a lot less resentment there. But it takes time to get to that point. Ding, ding. That was the word. The hot tea right there. Boundaries will help like ease that resentment truly people always think that the boundaries are for other people when really it's for us you know we all benefit yeah. from that respect because like it is hard yeah yeah it's a challenge every time it, but it, and it's a practice some weeks i'm not going to get it right by the way but fine your thanksgiving but also your photo you got our family photos back there it's so cute I need to send me an 8 by 10 of your entire family so I can wallpaper it in my house. Yes, I'm going to send you a full one of every one of those 59 photos that were sent to me in the gallery. I'll send you one of each of them. I love I love family photos. That is like I will go without meals because I'm like, I need our family pictures again this year. I just love it love so them. much. And like in the moment, I hate it. I'm so stressed every year. I'm like, this is the most stressful day of my life. And every year, my photographer, like we've been using the same person forever. So she'll contact me to schedule them. And September, we schedule these. And like every time we get to November, and it is like, photos are today. I had no idea. And it's weird because we got into this moment that like, on the way home, Jimmy and I were like, that was easier this year. It wasn't as bad. Like it feels like it's getting easier, which is like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, we're getting to this yeah. point with the kids. But then it's also like, oh, my God. There's something, Shifting too, again. about, like, being able to look through your photos and see how, like, your kids. Like, because I remember your photos from, like, when you first said Dominic. <laughs> first of all, like, you, you have such a beautiful and photogenic family. You got, again, like, if you've, you've heard me say it before, people, but Vienna's kids look like little Botticelli babies. Like, they are painted on the Sistine Chapel or randomly in a statue like around <laughs> Rome or something oh. like lashes, eye, cheek, serving face. Yeah, we all have you the chubby I mean? cheeks. Rosy, chubby cheeks, dimples. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we're abundant mm-hmm. in chubby cheeks asking. in this family. I love, you know, I love me a <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so they're adorable, <laughs> but also like they're, the pictures always turn out in this beautiful like quintessential New England way. And I'm like, People in Boston are doing me, and I love it so much. Um, because, like, normally when I think Boston, I think like um, Red Sox and racism, Boston. But I'm mm. like, oh, but look at my very that, lovely friend living on the coast. Yeah. Every time I get photos done, I'm just like, like we'll be leaving and be like, there is, there's no way she got one photo that was good because, like, who was screaming? Like, who was this? And like every year, because like, I don't know how you did that, but congratulations to you. And this year leaving, I was like, oh my God, like, I thought she got some good ones. I'm like, how? How are my babies like posing? They were so well behaved. This, okay, this is also the trick because my plan when we were going to the photos was like, if you all behave, I'm going to let you get ice cream before dinner on the way home. Like, 
mm-hmm. bringing ice cream on the way home. Like that never happens. Big deal. Right? And Jimmy yeah. was like, don't even say it. Here's what we're going to do. He told the kids, he said, you each get one thing you can complain about this year. You get one free complaint. Use it wisely because you only get one. Those kids didn't complain not even once. They want to risk it. Nate still will not wear pants with a button, does not like things with buttons. Not okay. I pulled out a pair of pants that had a button on them, and I was like, I really would like you to wear these. I think it's going to look really nice. And he goes, okay, but I can complain about one thing. And I was like, yep. And he took the pants, and he was like, I'm not going to use it on this. I'm going to save it. I was like, he didn't even, they didn't use them on anything. And I didn't even have to go with them ice cream. And it means that they really actually enjoyed the experience of just being with each other. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Probably buzzing. <laughs> what little nerd? That's nasty. <laughs> Gross. One of the sweetest things in the world is like when you catch your kid being really kind to each other or just kind of like just those sweetness and they're not like expecting to be observed or like they just don't even know that you're watching. I love when you catch them in these moments when they're just being very sweet, very loving, very cute, and they're not even expecting you to be watching them. I love catching Enzo in those moments, especially these rotten. Um, but it just looks like evidence of your good parenting, you know? Evidence that not all hope is lost. Like, oh, you are shit all the time. Like, actually, most of the time, you're not a little shit. You just get to appreciate their sweetness. I like it when they're sweet. Yeah, it definitely makes the rest of it. And then, let's see, Thanksgiving was good. We were at my in-law's vacation house all the way across the state, three-hour drive. It was nice to come home. I I believe it. It's nice to come home. Did you have a lot of people um, as guests or no? No. No, I think like everybody from this side of the state drove over there to that side of the state. I was like, I'm glad we're all driving for this. But yeah, it uh, it was cute to see like Jimmy's grandmother is 96 years old. She was there. Yeah. And like just to see the boys, how like sweet and like intuitively respectful they are with her was like another little like pat on the back moment that I was like, oh, look at them. They're so sweet and respectful. They like were being so gentle when they were going to hug her to be like, let me not like knock this old lady down. It was just very, I was proud of them watching them. I love that. Yeah. They were really cute. Uh, Yeah. And it's just like nice to see them with more extended family. I love that. And they're so sweet. I bet you they were like eating them up. Oh, like, you know. They, As one would. The kids know how to turn it on, too. Like, they. Oh, man. Yeah. Javi and Enzo, a bless her soul, she is my great aunt, my mom's aunt. And when she would see Javi, she'd be like, here you go, honey. You never want to be without any money in your pocket. And she would like hand him 20. And I'd be like, oh, or like Javi went through this phase, Javi and Enzo, of like finding my dad's wallet and just like taking money out of his wallet. And I'm like, I have never. But they just are so like cute about it. Right. I don't even but yeah, old people love to eat up kids that age and I'm <laughs> here for it. Anyway, so yeah, it was a, a beautiful week and 
now we're here. Um, ahead of schedule for us, by the way, I want y'all to know that it's Sunday. It is Sunday. This isn't coming out yeah, so Thursday. This is the yeah. goal, and we're doing. This it. is what we are supposed to be doing, and this is going to be. Uh, I'm going to use this as an example of how we're going to talk about this today in the podcast, but leaning into some activities um, in the winter time mm-hmm. and trying to like buy by a schedule that is a little bit more consistent. That that's. I tell you all the time, you're on that big girl shit these days. I'm you trying. are. I love it. You're I'm my... trying so hard. I When I tell you, the end of the summer came, and I was like, okay, girl, you cannot carry this all on into the fall because it's going to, like, bring you major depression if you don't, like, change some habits. And, yeah, it, it's been, like, a game changer. And I decided as a cancer to work with the new moon, the Scorpio new moon, and use that as my jump off point for implementing some of these like better practices for myself. So like, we're going to talk about that too. Oh, Patreon at some point. So I love that you earlier were like, the Ritalin is riddling. And I'm so happy for you for that. And I have been out of my Vivance for a few days and haven't been able to get a refill because of the holiday weekend. So literally, I was listening to you talk. However, as soon as you said the jump off, my brain immediately went to it. This is the jump right, off you right went to here. The song? Yeah. Like immediately started singing. I didn't hear but if you, anything if you, you said. you didn't go there, are you a real one if you didn't go there when you heard those words? Like what millennial nonsense. Millennial oh, yeah. foolishness. <laughs> and then I heard nothing else you said. That's it. All you heard was raging <laughs> and look him in your ear. And that was arguably the better of their two uh, collaborations. I can't wait to rewatch this video because I have a feeling you can pinpoint the moment that my eyes just like go blank. And I'm like, <laughs> please send it. Please. It was like a that's so Raven moment for another millennial reference. I was like, Whoa. Oh my god! I cannot wait to pick up my Vyvanse tomorrow. It's been I have like two pills left, so I'm really bad. bad. So I need to call the doctor. It is bullshit that they make like every other prescription auto refill, whatever. The one for ADHD where you have poor executive function and can't remember to call for your shit on time. That's where they make you call every twenty you know eight days. A setup for failure, y'all. And really, we have got to get it together. And then they like, you and met then, us. Then there's like doctors that make you like go through it too to prove that you need it. And it's like, I forget to call every month. Like, is that not proof enough? That should be proof and enough. Mine comes in 90 days. Is yours? Oh, no. Maybe I should ask about that. It wasn't because, okay, so Vyvanse was oh, wait, like, I have to. I have to put mine. I just remember that for insurance purposes. Anyway, so insurance wouldn't cover it for 90 days because it was like it there was no generic and it was $370 a month but I was like what am I supposed to do not pay it like and just be a crazy person so I was paying it but it just went generic in August so now I'm wondering if I could start doing a longer refill that'd be nice $370 a month that's insane. The I'm only way on. I could really justify it to myself was like every day I was like, all right, well, this is like $13 a day. And the amount of money that my dopamine seeking ass would spend if I didn't take this would be more than $13 a day. So I guess the math is still mathing and I'm like making out better. 
But, you know, I, mental health is one place where if you're blessed to have it, spend the resources on it because you know, I will get a second job to pay for my therapy appointment. Yeah. When I do work a second job, it often goes to that. because, And it's not even like paying that much. But like it is a necessity that I talk to. I always feel better after talking. I might not always want to make the appointment because I'm like, idiot. You're going to talk about the same shit you always do. But I've never regret going. Not ever. I always come out of it feeling very good. And I'm like, damn, this is just got to be built in the budget. Like nails, hair, food, gas. Nails, uh, hair, therapy, food, rent. Mm -hmm. Rent. Rent. I love that. Nails, therapy, rent. They're all the same. Listen, to like, we have given up so much lately. I'm not giving up my acrylics, damn it. No, nor should you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. May and Jen and Elkhart, Maryland is going to get my money. So I need to get my nails done. Leon the barber, the best barber um, in Anne Arundel County and beyond. He's going to get my money every two weeks. Okay. He knows how to cut my hair without making me look like a man. In terms of like hairline. You are you know I mean? the most gorgeous woman in the entire world. There's absolutely no way. You have the most feminine face. Like, give me a break, first of all. Because it's shaped like a potato. Look at this. A whole fucking... Look, a kiwi. A kiwi, girl. I was talking to Kelly earlier today. Uh, and I was like, Kelly, don't I look like I'm like, like an aging kiwi? Like on top? That's not that shit. And not with you. An old ass kiwi. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. You anyway, so cute. I don't know how we got here. Maybe the riddle is wearing... I'm like, I already know how this one's going to go because I have no medication in my Wait. system. <laughs> can we, um, can I, can I, can I ask a question mid-podcast? Yeah. Can we just shoot the shit? Let's just shoot the shit for a second. Just shoot the shit? Fucking right. Let's still pull a card, though. I'll have a little consistency for you hoes out there who were like, oh my God, this podcast is so off the rails. Every like, week, they're going worse crazy. and worse and worse. <laughs> I know. I like every week. I'm like, we have like 20 minutes of banter before we get into it. Today, we're on like minute 26. <laughs> Whatever. We're cutting some of this out. It'll be faster. Whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll edit out a good 10 minutes of me talking about my personal life in minute. We didn't even talk about Cheesecake Factory today, so. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what I could really go for? Jeremy Sue Cheesecake. Wait. This has nothing to do with Cheesecake <laughs> But I need to tell you something I saw. <laughs> this man. Cashin is gone, everyone. Me and Roman have it in the system. You spoke too soon. This man took stuffing, like leftover stuffing, and he put it in a waffle iron and made stuffing waffles and put his oh. Thanksgiving sandwich on that as the bread. Do you have any no, I wish. No. Oh. No, it was just this other, some man on the internet. Other man? Dude. I want to do that. So fucking good. That I, sounds so banging. I picked up another box of stovetop stuffing because I think I'm going to do that Hell tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You've got to do that, like, in the next few days. I got to see. You know what else he did? He mixed gravy and mayo to, like, put on it, which, like, sounded really gross. Like, I'm not about the mayo life. However, the rest of his... I don't I don't know what it's called, like food aesthetic, like the flavor profiles he was putting together just were so on point that I was like, I trust him on this. I'm waffle. not going to lie. I would eat the hell out of that sandwich. 
Right? I, I didn't even ask what was in the middle. All I heard was making stuff and then waffle. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I mean, then, then he put like the turkey, cram, like the. That's so good. Right? I know. Oh. I think that's going to be for dinner. You can also tell I haven't had my Vyvanse in days because like the appetite is appetiting. And normally that's like the first thing to go. And it's kind of a bummer. But I like have to oh. force myself to eat. But right now I'm like. I'm going to pause mid mid pause here to remind myself that I actually have pasta on the stove. Oh, yeah. shit. Go get that. Um, it was just the water. And I was like, okay, okay. probably like turn it off because um, my I don't feel like. I don't feel like eating. So. Hmm. Well, get you an extra box of stovetop stuffing. You can make yourself a little waffle tonight. That's amazing. I'm excited for it. Guys, we're going to do carpool. What deck are you using today? I'm in my old faithful girl, the Energy Oracle deck, because like, she is just a banger for me every week. Okay. We are so grateful to be in this joyful mood. So we're in a joyful mood and we're supposed to talk about seasonal um, depression and like kind of like leaning into the season a little bit, right? And last week we were so salty and we're supposed to be talking about gratitude. We are really on like mixed messages here. People are like, like, what are they getting into? You'll never know based on the vibe. I don't It's the vibes, baby. All vibes. Today, we're just feeling extra joyful and still very grateful. And I'm glad that we come to spirit like this and ask just for a really a good word as we enter the week. And it's so funny. Our card is anxiety, everyone. Talk about a mixed bag today. Where? Warrior distress. Okay, so the woman in this card um, is filled with anxiety, worrying about something that causes her a great deal of discomfort. Receiving this card upright might indicate... So you're experiencing a time of increasing stress, perhaps even a situation that you find yourself brooding about much of the time. However, if you'll notice the scene outside the window, the storm is distant and perhaps even moving away. A vibe. Whatever is going on, this card is telling you to release the worry and let yourself relax. Brooding and fretting will never solve things, so trust in yourself and trust your process. Oh, I love that. When you live with the relaxed heart and mind, you're far more likely to receive solutions that you speak. Let me let me give it up for the Oracle deck through with a good word. One of the biggest reliefs of anxiety for me is literally when I get can get a grip for five seconds to ask myself like I can change something or not. It doesn't make me like, oh fuck it, I can change it. It's more like, is that in my control? If you follow me on social media and like my following of like what like three hundred. 300 the best baddies. I annually talk about this quote. It helps my anxiety. It's about the three kinds of business. And by Byron Katie. Wait, I don't know and, that. Yeah, okay. So Byron Katie is like a self-help, spiritual vibe, right? And I don't, I don't agree with everything she says. But one thing that she did say um, that helps you get through your anxiety. She said there's four questions. Is it true? Because this question can change your life. Can you absolutely know it's true? Uh, number three, how do you react? What happens when you believe in that thought? And number four, who would you be without the thought? Sometimes I have trouble up to, in a moment approaching something from outside of an emotional perspective and into a logical one. I need sometimes those very specific questions to get a grip on what it is I can get my hands on and control or not. 
um, in, in control in what way. So I really love her. I love like reading that over and over again. She also has this thing called the three kinds of business, which also helps too. So it's like, are you in your own business? Or are you in like somebody else's business? Or are you in God or source's business? So when you worry about earth, when you're going to die, like blah, 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 blah. You're in God's business. You don't have control over that. I'm worried that she's never going to blank. Or I hate that she always blank. You are not minding your business. You're not minding your business. So you need to get back over here in your business. And she says, if you over there minding somebody else's business, who is over here minding yours? Not you. So mind your business, right? And that is a very, I don't know if you've heard it. If you were black, you've definitely heard it to mind your business. Mind your business. And it's not just about like you and other people. It's my, literally mind your business. Mm-hmm. What is only yours to control? I am in the habit of taking God's business and making it, making myself think it's my business. And it's not. But then I ignore my own actual business because I'm like so worried about like plan B, plan C, plan D for everything mm-hmm. else in the event that there is a blizzard and I'm stuck in my car for four days and I think like, oh, let me focus here. And you know what? That's not going to help me when I just haven't answered that email I've been putting off for three months like that. Maybe I could have a little bit more control over minding my own business. So that is true. Yeah, it's a it's a banger. It drags it drags a little bit. Like it drags Chuck. me. Like when I read it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was a little bit of a sting. It was like, Ooh. but like my 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 my, my business has been minded um, yourself. I don't want to mind my business. <laughs> like, yeah. It's hard to mind business, but it is necessary. And I feel like, I don't know, in some ways, maybe that's the winter time is like a reminder of like, what is business? And all the other months, like we're busy, we're doing things. And because we're in that like work season, I'm like, very good season for me to like go back over what my business is. Mm-hmm. And am I tending to it very well or not? And it's another good time to like prioritize business, right? Like if you have all these things that have been stacked up as your business, maybe there's some stuff there that you can get rid of that you're actually like, I don't really care about this anymore. Like we can let this one go. I'm going to give this one back to God. They could take over on that one. Speaking of business. Not this or not, but it is relevant to my culture. Do you remember when I had the visceral reaction to, to us talking about Diddy a few months back? Yes. <gasps> we have not talked about this. We need to fucking talk about it. We need to talk about it. Let's just take a minute. Like, we you, you knew. Like, you knew in your bones. It rem- Okay. You having that reaction to Diddy was basically Hannibal Burris calling out Bill Cosby, like, years before all that shit came out. Like, that, you were, you knew. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people in the industry obviously knew. It was like, you. Take the credit for it. But like, I feel like there are just some people that give off a vibe. And I feel like he definitely gives a vibe. And I heard, I, there's, I heard about him where I'm like, oh, oh my God, that's like, get it together. But not likely true. And then there's some things where I'm like, oh yeah, that probably never really happened. 
But when I saw that, the swiftness with which he decided to settle it, um, I was like, yeah, tracks and makes sense. And it's also really horrific and tragedy and tragic for Cassie. But, yeah. So if you haven't, um, I'm you, not surprised. If people haven't heard, first of all, like, I don't know where you're getting into what we're talking about. Go look. Um, but Cassie came out with like charges and like allegations that Diddy had sexually assaulted her, physically like beat her up, was financially abusive. Yeah. And like forcing her to do real fucked up shit that she didn't want to do. We don't need to get super triggery around here. But um straight up like not good guy stuff. Um Real, real bad guy yeah. times. And um, yeah, just really this, heartbreaking. Yeah, just horrific behavior. And the strength of her also to come out and be like, no, I'm going to, I like, I'm going to be the voice for this because I'm not the only one that he's been real awful to. Um, incredible. Like, she doesn't yeah. owe anybody any of that. But yeah, she doesn't. And, and, and for the record, and I'm going to, I'm going to lean into the microphone when I say this. You are a trash human being if you don't see the complexity. You are a trash human being if you don't recognize how his age plays a factor. Keeping in mind that I think he was in his mid to late 30s. She was 19 when they started dating. Signed her to a 10 record deal. Who the fuck does that? Anyway. If you are one of these people that are like, oh, she used him to get her career off the ground, and why now is she saying something? Girl. And I say girl, like, collectively, shut the fuck up. I heard somebody talking about this within the context of Leonardo DiCaprio and, like, how he stays dating, like, 22-year-olds. And now, like, how it's a joke, because, like, it's not a joke. And people are like, oh, they're adults. Like, they know what they're getting into. And it's like, when you have that power differential... That doesn't really apply. It's not like two people coming in on the same level, people who have more access, more power, whatever. But also the fact that think about like how many people say like, oh, the person I dated at 22, biggest mistake, like when I was 22, like biggest mistake of my life. What a fucking joke. Like, I can't believe I would never do that again. And think about the fact that like how many of these 22 year olds are saying that about these men that it's like. He was a fucking joke. It was the biggest mistake I made. Like, and it's facts because why do you want to be, I don't know. I I get that there are appropriate relationships that are very supportive between people of very different ages. But like I said, that power differential is a really big issue there. And Huge. Yes. It, Huge. Ca- it can be done safely and securely, but I don't think if it's Leonardo DiCaprio types and a Diddy type. Somebody who has a lot more draw. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. And we, we saw that play out with Cassie and Diddy and all the love mm-hmm. to Cassie and to any other women Major who are life. speaking up because it's yeah. fucked up and it happens. And, and, and because the real, the real thing is like when you are a victim, I mean, it's very likely you've already spent a lot of time making other comfortable with your silence or people silencing you rather. And in her new stage of life, she didn't deserve that. What she also doesn't deserve is people trying to force her to be quiet because they're uncomfortable. It is unfortunate that what 
what seems to stick in our society is always get attention through financial compensation and you know maybe some karma somewhere else later on down the line but like just say just a quick heads up she doesn't owe you shit people and she certainly doesn't need to justify her action when she's undergone such an experience and she doesn't owe you anything especially if you don't believe her okay yeah yeah right it's fine People are saying like, oh, she she used him to get her career off the ground. Like, cut it out. Cassie is not Beyonce and that's not shade. okay? but she's not. You know what I mean? I guarantee you he got way more out of that relationship than she did. Um, And I'm just amazed that people are still like playing into that. Like, just because she was young, didn't know that she didn't mean she didn't know what she was doing. Like you said, like, have you been 19 before? Come on. Oh, anyway, I'm just saying I um, am really happy for her. It brings her some additional closure. And she looks very happy otherwise in her life. Like she's got a great spouse and a beautiful family and all that stuff. I also believe that one of the best things that you can do is live your life in such a beautiful way. Because if um, people like that who are abusive... There's no way their life is as good as it could be if you, if you like, were a decent being, you know? That was the gospel according to Crystal, and it's the truth. It's facts. People, cut the shit. Stop being... Cut the shit. Stop stop victim blaming. There is no way that any individual in the midst of the hardest shit in their life are going to be making decisions that you from your high horse deem the right decisions like people are going through it every day they're not gonna be reading your playbook of how to deal with it they're trying to survive so we don't really need to hear your victim blaming about why what people did is wrong when they're living in a hell they're trying to get through and have you you lived life like sometimes right like I can tell you the hardest times were not the times I was making the most enlightened decisions. It was, let's get through the day. Yeah. Yeah. And also people doing that, like doing the work. Yeah. And And, and even more shout out to people who have to do the work in a public manner. People, people get really uncomfortable when people share their truth and their experience in these really difficult situations. But I think a lot of people wouldn't know they were in those situations if it weren't for someone being brave enough to share their story about things. We can show each other how we relate to each other. We can show each other our humanity and, and our and our experience. Find it's shared in some way. And there are a lot of people who really need that. How many people might at some point have like the courage, and it takes a lot, to go after their abuser in some kind of way, um, to get some closure around that or to hold them accountable? That's not an easy process. And so for someone to do that, knowing that it's going to be the topic of every conversation on a public forum in, in the entertainment world for some time, that that just requires more balls than, than anybody. So, yeah, I don't, let's be real, like for people who are out there saying awful things, victim blaming, victim shaming, yeah. Cassie's not going to hear that or see that. I I hope she doesn't. But like, 
who is going to see that is your friend who is coming to terms with speaking out against an abuser or somebody who has gone through something in their past and hasn't been able to share it. Like they are the people that are reading you being a dick right now. So maybe let's tone it down and, you know, Mm -hmm. stop the big dick swinging because it's actually not cute. Do better. Do better. Be better. You should be ashamed of yourself. All right. Good. Fuck them. I'm going to F-bomb kind of move today. All right. So listen here. Our outline is out the window, which I love for us. Okay. Um, We can get back on it. Oh, yes. It's Sunday. All right. So here today we are talking about battling the winter blues, seasonal affective disorder. And here's the tea. Seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. Like it is mm-hmm. fully a real thing. We're not here to diagnose anybody. But even if you're not diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, the days are dark. They are short. You are dealing with family, potentially negotiating old long-term relationships. Uh, there's triggers that are coming up. There's overwhelming to-do lists, to spend lists. Okay. The angst, the stress, it's cranked. We can all have some winter blues and... There's a lot of crossover in the things that can help both seasonal affective disorder and winter blues. Um, right. Obviously, if something is like getting in your way of living life day to day that you are unable to deal and cope and get out of bed, please speak to a medical professional, a mental health professional. Hopefully, these tips will or this conversation. Not a doctor. Right. Like we are not a doctor. But hopefully some of the stuff we talk about today will at least help you feel a little more seen and give you a a nice to-do list of how to shake yourself out of the winter blues. Yes. It can be rough and it's sneaky. So hopefully, you know, we can like get some good habits rolling now when we're in the thick of winter, we'll be a little bit better off for it uh, when it hits because I feel like for me anyway, it is inevitable that it popped up for me like late january going into february i'm like all right enough sick of shit yeah what and what does it feel like when it starts for you just like you look up one day and you're like i have not like the house in a while and you haven't and like there's no desire to leave the house now that's really tricky for me because i already don't like to leave the house and i already don't really like that so it's hard to discern like what is the stats and what is just me being a cancer? Like a natural at some point for me not to want to balance the scales and, and go be a little social or do something that is meaningful to me that I have interest in. And, you know, if you if you suffer from depression as it is, I could think it can be even trickier. But there is something about the winter that always makes me a little sad just because of um obviously the lack of work, but also like if you are fine and melanated, then that means that you also very likely have like a little bit less vitamin D or a lot of it left in your system. And we lose vitamin D very fast. Um, and we tend to run lower on it. If you happen to be a black person, talk to um, your doctor about the vitamin D intake because they can affect us in a greater capacity. But it just feels like an additional heap of sadness sets in, starts to feel like, oh my God, this is the longest fucking winter ever. When was the last time I was in the sun? When was the last time I felt warm? When was the last time I, I laughed a little bit? And it's like, oh, you've really just been coming home in the dark every day at like 
six o'clock, eating dinner, doing what you need to do and going to bed. It's like you don't realize you've been doing that like for some weeks. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, depression. What are you doing here? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I we like I think we're so well, I think for a lot of people, the the sads do start to kick in a little earlier. Like my kids are getting off the bus at 345 and like the sun is going down. And I'm like, oh damn, like hurry up, go play outside for 10 minutes. <laughs> like this is all you yeah, got. Yeah. Um, like whatever you can. Yeah, but we yeah. I think it's easy to uh tell yourself that it's not really happening because there's Christmas lights and there's so much to do and we can be really busy that we just sort of like shut that part of our brain off. Mm-hmm. Uh, accepting it, but it can also kick in earlier. I think if you're looking for it, you might notice it a little sooner. Um, and not to say that, like, you know, that's inevitable or whatever, but it might just be like a moment to be aware of the fact that, like, are you taking care of yourself even in the busy season? Yeah. Are you giving yourself a little more time to decompress? Because that might help make it a little easier once we do get to that January, February point, because. Yeah, for me, that's when it really kicks into that. You're like, oh my God, I've it's been winter in New England for seven years. Girl, like, you got all that snow, so like I legit don't know how you're doing it. We had a very and- no snowy winter last year, and I don't think it snowed once. Like my kids, I was a little annoyed because I was like, I bought all these damn snow pants in the next size up, and we didn't use them once. Um. I just love tags on them. I should try to return them this year. You might, like, you might get some use out of this year. I heard this winter is going to be like particularly bad. Well, you know my kids all grow because they're gigantic. So I'm like, no, I got to return these things, try to find a new size. Um, but yes, it... You have a five to your seven feet, let me know. For a seven, you know, I'll buy them off you. Oh, look, <laughs> we pulled the bins out today. Um, I do, we like pulled out all the holiday decorations today. And that does make me happy. Like those are those little moments of like coziness, happiness that those sort of do get me through too. And I think like once we get into February and I'm like the Christmas decorations have been away for a long time, but I do love getting a little bit of uh, the Valentine's Day decorations out, putting some hearts up. And I think like that's one of the things I have to force myself sometimes to be like, Let's make it cute. Let's make it cozy. But those are little dopamine boosters along the way that I'm like, all right, there's things we can acknowledge in here. Cozy. Leaning into that cozy girl. We have a lot of February birthdays in my family, too. So that, um, I don't know, I try to find little moments to celebrate along the way to be like, all right, well, here's something to look forward to. School vacation in February here. It's like something, you know. But it's so hard. It just feels like it drags on forever. It's monotonous. Every day is the same. There's no sun. We haven't seen the sun in forever. Um, Yeah. No fun. When winter starts, I get, I'm really happy. But when you, like you said, when you get to that point, that like January, February point, it feels like the monotony of it. And I will admit that I'm not great with how to like work through that. That's the thing that I feel like I need some help with. So, like, if you guys have some experience in that, and like, I don't know how you do it, and because you're in literal New England, and there's no way in how. Well, I don't want to like drive out in the snow when there's like when it's like mush. There's I am no way. I am also really bad at it, and I don't think I've been very good at it because my kids will say things like, "Why do you keep us locked in this house all the time?" 
And I'm like, because I don't want to go outside. I don't want to be cold. I think people who do winter sports, like skiing and stuff, I think they like leveled up. Like they figured out how to take a really depressing time of year and eke a little bit of joy out of it. But like falling down in the snow does not sound like fun to me. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to avoid it. It's expensive. I don't want to heat your car up. Like heating your car up in the morning? What? No. Yeah. Like, Let alone sh- scrape ice. I know. That's what I was just thinking. Like, I have to scrape ice. I'm not going to be happy about that. Nobody I think that's that. that's the real benefit of remote work is not having to do that. But I don't want to do it. Um, yeah. Some other signs, I think, for me is in addition to the like, I don't want to go outside, which let me say, I don't think not wanting to go outside is like. A sign that I'm really depressed. I think it's a sign that it's really cold out. And I think that's a natural way to be. Like, I think that I'm the logical one there. And I think you are too. You don't like to go outside. I think that's logical and it's normal. And I think that's that's the appropriate reaction to very cold weather. Like, why do I want that? Why do I want to go outside? And like, I remember having to take a bus to work, like from Columbia, like a commuter bus from Columbia all the way into DC. And like, there would be this point in the wintertime where like, it was so cold that my eye juice was drying up. And I was yes. like, this is the most awful like, thing I've ever seen. You get... Why do I... No. Why, I'm... Why do I want... Do I want to layer aquifer over my fucking head every day? The because, inside of um, your nose gets like the little icicles on your nostril hairs. The bus smells like wet dog because everybody's in their wool and like getting sweaty because they ran. It's... Yeah, because some of you rem- remain funky in the wintertime too. And honestly, we'll talk about it at some point again. Cut this out and, and bathe. Cut it out. I like, I get it that people are like, I'm wearing this wool coat. You can take those to a dry cleaner. You can spray them down with a little bit of a breeze. Like it doesn't, we don't have to not. It's a lot. But the, the public transportation in the winter is a unique smell. And I, I grew up in New York City. I can say that. I took the subway to school every day of my life. It's, it gets stinky. It's I like, stopped taking the, the metro because I could not handle the smell when That's I was all- pregnant. I, I thought I was going to throw up every day on an orange line. I was like, there's no way. No. But like, okay. And then, then you have kids, right? And you don't want to be playing outside with them because it's cold. I don't want that for myself. But then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, let's go to this indoor play place. Okay. That's basically just like a germ factory. Flu. Flu. The kids COVID. in there are fucking wild because they've been cooped up for days. And now you put 30 of them together to climb on each other. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Somebody's going to come crying to me. I, I, like, I'm the meanest mommy because I hate playgrounds. The only thing I hate more than playgrounds is these indoor play places. They're all awful. I'm like, why can't we just go to Target? Let's just do that. That's where we all want to be. I'll buy you a toy. Like, okay, here's the problem. I mean, I acknowledge, like, here's the problem. Target is our playground. It's not their So it's like, we know why we would have fun in Target, okay? It's me. But, like, oh, my God. This reminds me. I went to a birthday party for Enzo at Sky Zone. And, uh, the overstimulation. It was so fucking out of control. And, I didn't, again, I didn't, take my, I didn't take my medicine. So, I was, like, having a sensory meltdown. There was so much shrieking. And then there was music. And then there was, like, 
kids running and like stomping. Like they were there. It was a sensory nightmare for a highly sensitive person. No. It just reminded me that like that is what winter looks like. And I think it's like this pressure to entertain the kids and make sure that they're like well rounded and that they're getting activity and they're seeing friends and you know, we're we're doing stuff when I just want a burrito instead. And um man, that is very hard. It is very hard. But we're gonna we're gonna work on it a little. Here is my here's our I'm gonna say this is for both of us. This is our request to to any listener. If you have found winter activity for kids that is indoors will not have you trying to peel your skin off five minutes in mm-hmm. what is it like please please don't gatekeep this just like tell us please yes. you gotta tell yes. us oh. <laughs> you gotta tell us okay you can't just keep us in the dark here. um i'm like don't you want to do a puzzle don't you want? Wanna... Oh my god, we did talk about that right last time. Like, we, I need to get my puzzle game. Like, I'm like, let's play a puzzle. Just like go on your iPad, guys. Go, go beat the shit out of each other in the other room. Like, please. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, girl, that's like pretty much what I hate what, it. What happened? Yeah, I good. love decorating with the kids. We will. We will make some gingerbread houses, like those things. I like it. Good work project season. Yeah, but a lot of those things and like, they I dry up in January. Like, yeah. Now I'm dreading it. We started this time. We started in such a good. <laughs> we both were like, Aww. yeah. But like, but honestly, the reason why we feel that way, I want you guys to know, like, it's not because we hate. No, he liked them so much. You don't want want it to suck for them. Like, I remember being a kid and my mom being like, girl, I don't want to do that. And I'd be like. And and it's hard because like when you're an adult, you know how fucking tired you are and your kids don't get it. And when you're you're like, yo, can you do something other than like yell at us or make us clean or like tell me to go color? Like, so so we get it. And I never want my kids to be disappointed. Um, But they might be. Yeah, because. I'm mean, just tired in the, in the winter time. It's not always easy to get around. People get sick. I'm dreading that part of the season as well, where we just like get sick. Yeah, over and over. Um, yeah. If there, if you guys have some like new and inventive ways to like keep your kids happy and and also yourself, what are some of the ways that you take care of yourself in a season that it feels like sometimes it's going. So slow you want to scream, but also so fast that you wish it would slow down a little bit because, like, I feel like there's a little bit of that duality. The fun, the fun parts go so fast. I was so sad this morning when I was like, a month from today, it's like the peek behind the curtain of what day we're actually recording versus when it's Mm -hmm. like going on. But I was like, a month from today, Christmas is over. Like, it's done. We only have a month of like the leading up. I'm like, ah, listen, I know that people are like, oh my God, it's so basic, like basic bitches, whatever. Like, some things are considered basic because a lot of people like them and a lot of people like them because they're fun and they're good. And I'm going to say that about the holiday season. I don't care what holiday you celebrate. I don't care if you do it in a religious way. If you don't, I think that towards the end of the year, there just is this like lightness and happiness and joy and people are excited and you get to see people you haven't seen in a long time. You get to see family. 
And that's really mm-hmm. fun. And it's really nice. And like a bitch loves a twinkle light. Okay. I just love a twinkle light. It does something inside of me. I don't know what it is. And yeah, if that makes me basic, it's, it's then a so what? Light. I just like it. It's just one part of the year for me. I'm very worried about the holiday season, Christmas in particular, because it gets, it's so, so commercialized and, and capitalistic that it really stresses me. I'm sure that's a lot of complaint. But from an ego perspective, I get like really weird about it because I want to give so much and I often cannot. Mm-hmm. And I have to like reel in from that feeling. So I feel like I battle that all the time up until like, I'm going to go like a week prior to mm. Christmas, right? Feel irritated by mm. the entire season. And then something happens when we know we don't have to go to work for the rest of the week. I know I've got to wrap the gifts. There's nothing else for me to do. There's nowhere else for me to be in my house doing some real corny shit like um, hot chocolate for my kids who are not going to fucking drink it. And they're probably going to spill over the couch and shit, but just keep like while it lasted for a second and like making cookies. And playing thing Christmas related that Donny Hathaway sang, my personal favorite. And like, just like, I, it's like, oh, look, I can like nest into the feeling. And then I get really, really, really happy about it. And when, when like the new year is done, then it's immediately back to like dreading winter for the rest of the season. I should take that approach to it though, because I get so fired up about holidays, like November 1st, usually. This year's a little weird for me that like it started late. But I get so excited. And then like by Christmas, I'm like, wrap it up. Like we're done. End it. But I think like you probably do have a better approach that you let Christmas be Christmas or let let the end of the year be the end of the year. I feel like I've been getting into it a little too early lately, but I don't care what holiday people want to celebrate. I I also want to celebrate that with you. <laughs> I just, if people say happy holidays to me, I love it. If they say happy Hanukkah to me, I love it. I will happily be part of any holiday that anybody wants to acknowledge. Yeah. It's just, I love, yeah, I honestly, I love celebrating I love shit. Other, like the, the holidays of other cultures bring me so much fucking joy. Yes. Love to experience that. I yeah. All those Karens who are getting upset about like, they're, they're taking the Christ out of Christmas. Like, you know what? Let's, let's go down to like Jesus Christ as a historical figure was not born December 25th anyway. It was a pagan holiday to begin with that the Christian rulers were like, let's try to get them on board and let them put their trees in their house and pretend that this is Christmas. So, you know, like, let's just. Yeah. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. In conclusion, everybody's good time. In conclusion, if a twinkle light makes you feel better in December and eases your sads a little bit, put that twinkle light up. Enjoy it. Do cozy shit. Make the hot cocoa. Put on warm socks. Get a furry Girl, blanket. You know what, I did? what did you to do? Like cozy up. I put. I I can't use my fireplace, uh, which is a bummer. But I did some candle from the fireplace just to give it a vibe. And I, I did the like, same thing last candles. night. I think it looks so. Pretty. It's so pretty. Like, we have we have six fireplaces in our house. We cannot use any of them. The chimney is non-functional. We cannot use them. Um. But they also sell, have you seen the Amazon logs? Or I guess they're not from just from Amazon. They are on Amazon, but you can get them other places. They have a built-in heater. And it's like a light that you can turn on with the remote. So it'll blow heat out at you. You can put like different colors. I'm like, blow it on it, man. 
I know. I saw somebody posted like a video or a picture on Instagram and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I need to get that. It's genius. And it has like a built-in heater. So you still get the warmth from it. Not a birch one. Well, we will link these all in the show notes and everything. We will link the fireplace um, companion then to the season. Oh, wait, this is a great little teaser because we are also talking about a Healing Happy Hour gift guide that will be up on our website in the next couple of weeks. I'm not sure, depending on when this is going to be going up, how much will be out, but there will be a gift guide as well. And you know what? This might just be on that gift guide. Uh, that's the same thing about I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever to make my place as cozy. If we're going to be stuck in this bit because it's cold, I want it to be as comfortable as possible um, within reason, you yeah. know? So, like, having some of your favorite things on hand, things that make you feel grounded, like, good nourishing food, like, your your warm blanket, the best, like, pajamas that you can possibly get yourself, like, make your bed your heaven, get your Netflix list popping, like, do all of those things to, like, give yourself some you know, some comfort. Yeah. And if you are one of the neurodivergent girlies like us, the dopamine seeking is a really big piece of it, which means lean into novelty this time of year, right? Like have a couple of different types of popcorn, get yourself a sampler of different types of hot cocoa. That way, every time you get into it, it's a totally new one. It's a new experience. You're going to get a little bit more dopamine that way. Um, buy yourself like a 10 pack of really warm socks. But Please. yes, it's very commercialized. There's lots of people trying to sell you shit this time of year. But like, you don't have to go too far overboard to get yourself a little bit of a sense of novelty. There's so many audiobooks on Libby. You don't have to be paying for them. You already have your oh Netflix God. membership. Discover like the joy of going to your library too. And like that, that right there, I will say, is one of the few places that I will take my kids happily day in and day out because the children's room god bless a children's librarian you all make the world go round i love a children's librarian i don't know how you're all so patient when my little hellions are running around trying to like pull things off the shelves and you're just so kind our library does a monthly scavenger hunt where they like put up different pictures and different sections of the children's room was that the cat just screaming or was that one of my kids i don't know in the litter box like covering but she's so fucking extra now i'm thinking about you she's like do you see me talking about you when you take a shit in your bathroom monica stays going what right let that cut alone you want to talk more gift guide though and pooping combined oh my god a a bidet that's on my list this year we we switched our toilet out I thought it was overkill. I got the one with like the warm, the heated seat, the no, the warm water, the warm blow drying. I thought it was going to be too much, and I didn't think I was going to like it. It's a it's a no. life changer. You kidding, girl? Well, you know, sometimes you hear like a warmed seat, and I was going to be like, is it going to be like when like somebody's been sitting for a long time, and then you have to use stranger. it right after? Yeah, like ugh. You're in a public restroom where you, you had to put your booty cheek on there. Right. And like, you sit down and it's too warm. That's uncomfortable. It's a different kind of warmth of a warm seat. So I don't even know where the fuck we are. Oh, my God. I really cannot wait to get my five bands tomorrow. This is too much. Um, Listen, okay. What? You know, we need to like, we need to chitter chat about. Um, We're just all over the place today. We are. I hope y'all enjoy this. Okay. 
Um, so what else? Listen. What else works for coping? We said cozy stuff. We said, oh, I don't know what else we said. You said vitamin D. Props to that. And you mean legitimate vitamin D. Like I mean, like if you are concerned about your energy level, because that's often how it starts, your energy level. And they, you know, like consider talking to your doctor about doing some blood testing to see how your iron levels are and how your vitamin D levels are, particularly if you are a black woman or man or however you identify. Okay. If you black, go to the doctor and ask them to do a little panel to see what's up. I will tell you that what I thought was low vitamin D actually ended up being anemia so severe that that's how we found out I ended up finding that. So like, yeah, it starts with like just absolute low energy and like just feeling like like a very blahness that goes on a little long um, among other things so check it for sure vitamin d levels and iron levels are related too so if you're vitamin d again not a doctor but this is what i remember my doctor telling me if your vitamin d is low your body is not absorbing iron so it can lead to more anemia too so you need to get that vitamin d level up um yes gotta do that uh Listen, if you are able to, I think running away from home is a really good solution. If you have a little extra fundage and you you can hop a plane to the Bahamas. If you have time and you have means and you would like to go look at some cute little beach honeys in their bathing suits, I suggest that. Listen, moment, moment I have the money, I'm taking my black ass to Puerto Rico for some days i will hide in a suitcase it's gonna be a big suitcase but yes listen it is not in the cards for me to just be able to hop a flight anywhere i want to go right now however if it is in the cards for you let me live vicariously through that i think i think running away is actually a great course of action it's not so good just like so good imagine just like if you can leave your kids at home too, sweet <laughs> little week of dissociation. Yeah, <laughs> right. A little all-inclusive buffet action there. Just be laying by the pool, and like a sweet little waiter brings you a plate of fresh fruit and like a pina colada. Ugh, that's the fantasy. That's what I really want. Um, yeah. However, well, if if that's not in the cards for you, you can hang out back home with me and get yourself a sad lamp which is a wonderful thing, yeah. like the most intense brightness and it'll trigger a little bit of vitamin D production. Yeah. I think that's how it works. You get you one of those. And then you can also join me on the Peloton because exercise, I think, is my other go-to for mm-hmm. feeling good. Especially- I hate that like it really is a thing, but like it does help a lot. It is so fucked. <laughs> like it mm-hmm. pisses me off every time. I was real cranky when we got home from being away from the house for days. And like, of course, about an hour away from the house, Birdie threw up all over her car seat. I was like, what is this? Oh, We've Birdie, n- baby. She's yeah. never done this before. I was a little annoyed by it. I mean, I wasn't annoyed with her. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then I worked out and I felt so much better. And I'm, I always hate that it works, but it does work. It's true. And even if it's just like doing some stretching or some mobility, Try to do that for yourself, too, because it's, like, amazing how tight our muscles can get, how sore we can get from just not yeah. being as active as we normally are. And that's, like, you know, whatever you can do for your body um, 
in terms of like instructing like some yoga um and like god if you've got the resources to i mean man if i had the resources i would tell you that i would be in indoor pool in like at like the y or something like that to like just try to get some lapses or like some gentle movement and like maybe cheat a little bit too and go in the, the little sauna with like you know the eight other people that are in there just to kind of get your like oh, it just feels like it's gonna get your blood like pumping that's like a dream of mine for the winter i wish there was a non-skinty place that you could go for an inexpensive amount of money to like lay in a warm steamy room mm. alone 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 mm. not my bathroom i was gonna say i for at that price point for what you're asking <laughs> Turn the shower on. You might, yeah, you might have to crank that shower until you are out yeah. of hot water. Um, no, those th- that is a really those are good ways to do it. Yeah, I hate it, but it's true. I also was reading that uh, if you can get outside, clearly I had to read about this because this is not in my in my menu of things that feel good. But getting outside and just taking a twenty minute walk in the winter. You still are getting the benefits of vitamin D. You're also at the same time yep. getting that movement in. So if you want to bundle up, if you're a bundle up girly, break out the winter beanies. There's some cute ass winter beanies also. So that can be like a little way to get something cute and cozy on and just yep. take a hot girl walk in the winter. If that yeah. is it'll get, your, it'll get your blood flowing for sure. And some like some movement is better than no movement. And I know it's fucking miserable. But if you are one of those weird people that loves to be and shit, yeah. You know what? As we say this, I am going to try to do that one time this week. Walk in the cold? Walk in the cold. 20 minutes. That's it. I'm going to try it just to see if I hate it as much as I think I do. I bet I wouldn't because once the endorphins are going, you like it. So I hate it because my skin itches and I'm like very dry very quickly and I already like, you know, I I can't be ashy. Well, that's why I said I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do it this week before it gets to like January, February, snowy, cold. Yeah, I'll do it this week. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Here's the things. Was there anything else that works for you? We will also go into what doesn't work because I've tried them all. And then the TBDs. Here's what works, I think, best for me. Really leaning into the season and understanding that like, okay, when you come to the acceptance that you have been benched for a minute, just... It's literally the earth benching us for a moment because we need we need the time to recuperate and to rest. And so trying to like really lean into um, what winter is to us as animals and humans and um, earth dwellers. And remember that it is a season of rest. In terms of what doesn't work for me. And like mm-hmm. I said, I know because I've tried all of these excessively. Um, alcohol does not does not do it for me. And I can tell you, I know this for a fact, because every time I do my dry January, which I always do dry January, um, I feel really good. I feel a lot better. Things feel a lot more manageable. And then as soon as I get into February and I start reintroducing, all of a sudden, they do not feel quite as manageable. So the times I've experimented with not using alcohol, mm-hmm. it confirmed. It confirmed. Got some results we got. You know, I don't drink as much as I used to. I probably drink a little bit more now than I have in the past, like, a year or two. When I started doing Reiki, I didn't drink for a long time, typically. Um, but I drink more now. Now that I've been 
in the street. I do agree that there is a difficult period can be a go-to. Even for people it's not problematic for, it can be a go-to like, well, you know, like I'm home, it's a cold day, like whatever. But there is a really nice period after that where like you feel very good, you feel very clear and just a little bit more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed when you are not having like a barrage of cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always think sabbaticals are a really good idea. Um, I personally, because like I said, I don't drink as much. Um, devil's lettuce is my poison of choice. And um, I le- am leaning into more frequent sabbaticals because what does not work is being so high that I'm like, what is, what is this? What is mm-hmm. um, that is not productive in a season where people are more like be depressed. For some people, it can be. For me, not yeah. personally. Anytime I'm like relying on an external substance to mm-hmm. try to regulate what's going on internally, it is a recipe for disaster for me. I... Yeah. I'd say probably like July, August, I really went into this like sober curious place. Mm-hmm. I also was just a lot busier with things like my yoga training and like I wasn't mm-hmm. coming, I was coming home and had like things to do. So I wasn't going to sit back and drink a glass of wine, which turned to a half a bo- bottle of wine, which turned to a bottle of wine. Like I just didn't have the time or energy for that. And then by the time I got yeah. to October, I did a sober October. And realized that like, oh, that wasn't actually hard at all because I haven't been drinking for a while. Um, and any time that like I have more than one or two drinks in a night at this point in my life, I'm just like, this doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't serve me. I don't like the person I am at the end of that. Um, so yeah, alcohol or any other substance, just yeah. maybe don't try to let yourself use it as a crutch or rely on it. I'm not like going to advocate for total sobriety because you do yeah. you you know what's best for just you just being mindful of your consumption and how yeah. it, how it affects you um or not is, yeah and I mean, we we've talked about this before about just like being intentional about what you're reaching for why you're reaching for it and if it's something that you actually want um, there we go yeah another thing that doesn't always work for me is fully withdrawing into the cocoon and isolating myself but it, but it also does not work yeah, for me for a long it, period of time. It can work for like short moments, but I have to pull myself out. Otherwise, it just becomes like depression. Yeah, you like come out and you're like Robin Williams in that meme where you have a beard and you're like, like where have I been? Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not cute. It's not good. It just becomes a spiral of loneliness. Um, Another thing on the total opposite of that is the overscheduling. So Oh my gosh. Especially with kids around the holidays, I try to be like, you know, there I've been in places where I'm like, especially when I was working more, that I was like, we have to make every moment as magical as possible. We're gonna see Santa here. We're gonna see him here. We're gonna go visit him a third place. We're gonna go do this weekend away. We're gonna do the Santa's train ride. We have to do every little bit of Christmas magic. Um, first of all, that's really fucking expensive. Like, not for nothing. I like let's not. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the point that you're yelling and stressed, it's not fun for anybody. So, like last year I worked with my therapist on this a lot, and she was like, Well, what if you just picked a couple of the things that like were the magic that you want? Not the magic that you think like your kids really need. Like, what are the ones that you really enjoy? Because they're gonna enjoy the ones that you're having fun with. Right. And not 
screaming, get in the car, we gotta go. Who lost a glove? Oh my God. Like, Seriously. Like, and it might just be like, maybe you're baking cookies or doing a ginger bread house at home, as opposed to like loading everybody in the car and paying $50 a car to see the festival of lights and everybody hating it. Okay. I think that this is one of those instances where it's okay to lean into something that is more simple because it's a quality over quantity. Yeah. Thing. Yes. You know, I think that, yeah, just like maybe less is a little more because. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if you ask your kids what they remember, it's not going to be the like, I remember when my mom took us to see seven different Santas in seven different days. <laughs> like, that's too much. It's too much. And it's so. And Santa's like, what are you doing back here again? Like, this is like another social media moment where it's like, it's so easy to compare. It looks like every other family is doing magical things at every moment of the day. And they're posting pictures and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. I didn't get tickets in time to go to Santa's elevator. Like, what am I doing? I'm the worst. You're not. They're also not doing magical things at any moment. And if they are, if they're loving the moment, that's great. I'm very happy that somebody is loving it. But like, I'm going to guess that between a lot of those pictures being posted is a whole lot of yelling, if it's anything like in my house. Um. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can bow out of a little bit of that. Oh, girl. And Godspeed, y'all. Because it is hard. However, whatever you have to do to kind of like remain comfortable, be good to yourself and be gentle. You know, I'm all about leaning in and being a little more gentle during the colder months. It's just not naturally the time where we are supposed to be going balls to the walls with everything. It sure is an amazing time for us to lean into some things that are more intentional and planning and plotting and weeding out and reassessing and just moving a little bit slower and with more um, intention in our day-to-day. So I also want to do, do it. I want to say something that maybe like, I don't know if it's about this specifically, but if there's somebody in your life who is telling or like talking a lot about like, oh, I'm gaining winter weight. I'm putting on like this like 15 pounds for the winter. I have to diet. Can't do it. Oh my gosh, all the carbs, all the sweets. I can't like, just just don't talk to them. You don't need that shit in your life. We are mammals who are supposed to gain a little bit of weight at different times. Everybody is different. Maybe you are not the kind of person who gains weight in the winter. Maybe you are. It doesn't matter. But like, just be kind to yourself. Make sure you're eating enough. A variety of foods, whatever is available and accessible to you. Getting your exercise. that, But divorce that from the like, I can't gain weight in the winter because your body's going to do what it needs to do. And we can trust yeah. that a little bit. And that is like my biggest pet peeve. I hear people all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, this Christmas dinner isn't very diet friendly, is it? And it's like, well, Linda... Like, come the fuck down. Linda. There's 364 other days of the year to have dinner. Let's not worry about the holiday one. Like, maybe you can Girl, indulge. It's like when my mom was like looking at the amount of cheese I was putting on the mac and cheese. I was like, this is me in my household, an African-American household. And you are not going to tell me to chill out on the amount of cheese that I put like, in my mac. What's the alternative? You're asking me, the family mac and cheese maker, to make it. Yep. Then... Would you prefer some dry ass mac and cheese that you're going to yeah, then crazy. regret for the we whole year? Absolutely not. I we don't do that over here. I, that is like the thing that I'm like, nope, 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 stop, stop, stop. Because yeah, there's no we're point. Gonna have some, we're gonna have some wet ass macaroni in here. Blah, blah, blah. They're not gonna have 
dry, um, like hardened noodle. No. Although, do you bake your macaroni and cheese? Like after you like cook it, do you put it in the oven? I love when the edges get like a like just the edge gets a little bit of a crunch on it. A little little something, a little yeah, a nice such like tons of cheese actually on noodles, and then beautiful thick layer cheese that's on the top that looks so excessive, and you know you're gonna get diarrhea when you eat it. But it's worth it. It's worth it. Yes. Give me a stomach cramp as long as I've got my mac and cheese. Yes. You have to take a lactate <laughs> or get alcohol and push through it, people. Oh, uh, yes. And finally, on my list or our list, Crystal might have more to add, but uh, of things that don't work to beat the blues is overspending. I have nice. tried time and time again to shop myself out of a depression. It does not work. There is a point of diminishing returns. That point is about when that credit card bill comes due. You will not be grateful for the shit you bought that you forgot about. And nope, don't do it. Rein it in. Yeah. You, If you really are feeling that you need to shop, you can take yourself to the dollar tree, the dollar 25 tree. You can go there. You can get your fix on, but you cannot the shop. Tree. You cannot shop your way out of a vitamin D deficiency. You cannot. And I've tried. I've yeah. tried. Take it from me. I have tried. It doesn't work. Don't do it. Don't do it. Save yourself. I I too have felt it there at times to this. We are so. only humans, and right, like sometimes I get into that moment that I'm like, the world might end tomorrow. I won't have to pay this American Express bill. <laughs> I feel about my student loans. I'm like, I know I'm really gonna get on that every time the phone rings. I'm like, it's Kamala and Uncle Joe telling me it's time to pay. (laughs) Girl, I was in the grocery store and I got a text, and I was like, Joe, if you don't fuck off my phone, because what the fuck have you been doing? Your ass off my phone. Yes, get that ceasefire going, okay? You don't need to be texting me about my student loans. Why, Joe? You haven't heard about the three kinds of business. Get out of my business and get in your business as president. You are fucking up. Go over there and fix that because that's your business. My business is that I don't want to pay these student loans. I don't have it. So read some Byron Katie, Joe. You said you were going to forgive them, Joe. Mm -hmm. Very salty. I can't wait till they're forgiven and we can all be like, we did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. What I really want is her cocktail of antidepressants or whatever med she's on. Be like the yeah. wheels on the bus go round. I so, love her. I love it. Love it. We gotta find out. We gotta yeah. find out. But like, don't gatekeep oh, that. Let us know. Let the people know. Is there anything else that you want to add that doesn't work? Just a um, seasonal reminder not to make bad decisions if you're lonely. Anyway, and I will know I will not be expanding. You don't need to expand, but I will I will remind everyone that September is the busiest month for birthdays for a reason. Chill out. Make better decisions. <laughs> I, I mean, I, not me. I don't have to worry about it. I had a hysterectomy, but for the rest of you, have, chill out. Listen. This season. Okay. Be careful. Be careful how you're keeping warm. I, this is all I'm saying. Listen, even if you've had a hysterectomy, 
herpes does not care <laughs> if you had a hysterectomy, okay? Yeah, like, just chill out for your personal safety. Not shading on Stop. people who have STDs, STIs, whatever, like, live your life. Okay, let's just make, let's make an informed decision. Well, Same as alcohol, okay? Make an informed decision um, when you're when you're keeping warm with another body. This, you know, it's a lot and cheaper. A, 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 a pillow, like, yeah, like a pillow, or like I've been real big into a heating pad just under my blanket on my feet. You only need it for a few minutes. That electricity cost Absolutely. is a lot lower than maybe I should get a heating pad. Yeah, a trip to the doctor. That's pricey. Um, but I also think that like if you have a trusted little boo thing that could be yeah and just a friendly reminder to everybody to go out there and watch um my favorite winter song which is um the cuffing season song from snl that sizzle sing my favorite oh my gosh yes we i am adding that to the show notes right now put that link in there i feel like i need to watch that today but anyway these are a little bit of jokes but for real do be safe out there in a variety of ways and lean into what feels good give your body some some rest and some nourishment and uh, i don't know put on your favorite podcast and like make some soup for god's sake make some Something soup out. <laughs> make some soup put something in a crock pot mm-hmm. find a twinkle light braise something oh some we're getting fancy here with braising shit uh yeah i think that is it next yeah. week we're gonna be talking about Oh, it's a really fun one. It's the gift one. So, like, we're talking about our personal faith. Yeah. Some of the best This is a precursor thing. It's so fun because I feel like this is a precursor to, like, when everybody knew that we eventually have a podcast. Because every year, like, clockwork, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but I'd be like, Vienna, it's our time. Time to shine. The best time of year for Vienna. And I can make fun of um, what other people tell us to buy. Um, while also giving some suggestions maybe for some things that are actually lit. This so. might be, I think, the first thing we bonded over, really, way back okay. in the day, was the Williams-Sonoma Christmas catalog. And there were blog posts also way back in the day. I feel like it was on Gawker, R.I.P. Gawker, mm-hmm. uh, oh. just like right. reviewing all the absolutely bonkers shit that people try to get you to buy. And I love it. I'm going to check that Oprah's favorite thing list, oh. too. Oprah's. I gotta say the Neiman Marcus fantasy gifts are some of my favorites to look at. Do you have to pay for the Neiman catalog or can you request it for free? I don't know. I haven't they haven't I have not gotten one in a while, but no, no, don't no, worry. No, it's still online. Bracket. It's still online. You don't even you don't even need it. You can just look at it online. Uh the Kardashian our- gift guides this year are absurd. Okay, so here's what we need to do. We might need to like this is this might need to be like we're gonna have to talk offline about what this is it because there's so many good resources yeah for this bullshit you know what if you want more of this obviously tune in next week there's gonna be a whole episode we're talking about it but this is gonna be on the patreon too we're gonna have a whole lot of chat on the patreon about just bonkers gift guides and maybe a little bit of the best and worst gifts that we've ever gotten given would love to hear from you all too i love that yes it'll be really fun um all right. Anything else we want to say? We are on such a long episode this week, but don't worry, we're cutting a whole lot of it out. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, challenge this week. I challenge everybody. Go walk outside for 20 minutes. I want to know if you hate it as much as I do. All right. I'm going to immediately like, hmm. but I mean, if you're here in Maryland, it's not as cold as it is probably where Vienna is. So just try it out. Let's just be miserable together. Yeah. Yeah. But like stretch your hips out. Okay. Just some old school hip circles. Do some, do some hip work. There's something about, I mean, I, I know, I don't feel like going into this, I'm tired, but like your hips, your, your, your root and your sacrum needs you at this current juncture as we get into the quarter month to keep them active. Exercise those hips, those legs, those thighs. Especially if you're, back. especially if you're in the cuffing season. If you're in the cuffing season, then you got to be limber. You got to keep so. them limber and you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do your squat. Anyway, all right. You can find us all over the internet, Healing Happy Hour Pod. Find us on Patreon. You can find us on just a whole dot com website. You can find us Mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can find Crystal at Temple Honey Healing. You can find me, Glow Up Inside Out. You can find you can find all sorts of shit on. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want on Beyonce's internet, okay? Just do whatever you want. I love you. Whatever you want. Speak about it and come talk to you with us. Yeah. And if you make a mistake, please tell us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us at the Healing Happy Hour. Subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss a single episode. We're dropping wisdom and foolishness every Thursday, and we want you here with us. See you next week. <laughs>